Greetings, this is Eric Sinrod from Dwayne Morris bringing you your weekly Tech Law 10 where the law and technology intersect. As always, I'm joined by Jonathan Armstrong of Cordery. And one thing I really admire about Jonathan is he always has his eye on the ball. And that's all I know when it comes to today's podcast. So Jonathan, where are you going with this one? Thanks very much, uh, Eric. Jonathan Armstrong from Cordery here in London. Um, breaking news at the moment, we're speaking to you on Monday this week, and we have just heard moments ago from the Spanish Data Protection Regulator that they have launched an investigation into La Liga, possibly the most popular soccer or football domestic league in the world, just ahead of uh, the World Cup, which of course starts this week. So all super topical, and what is the investigation about? Now, caveats first. This is literally, uh, this story broke uh, about 30 minutes ago, so we're not sure exactly what, to, what it's about, but here's what I've managed to reconstruct. Now, the, um, the Spanish Football League, as I say, known as La Liga, uh, operates a virtual fan zone, and fans can download an app onto their mobile device, which enables them to get things like football, some of you call it soccer results. Uh, it enables you to get statistics on things like uh, the percentage of possession your teams had, shots on goal, etc., etc. And so far, so good, you might think. This has been a very popular app. It's been downloaded more than 10 million times. And so why the investigation? Well, when you sign up for the app, there are two boxes that you can tick. One says, and I'm loosely translating from the Spanish, I have read and accept the conditions of use. Now, mm -hmm. so far, so good. Pretty mundane uh, permission in an app. Um, there's a slight issue in that you can't download the app unless you agree, and that could fall foul of what we call GDPR, what the uh, Spanish call RGPD. It's the same thing, the new data protection regulation. And there are ongoing complaints about this, uh, what's called enforced consent. So the investigation is going to touch on that, it seems. But the main thing is, a second box which says, protect your team. And if you take that box, it says that La Liga can use your personal details to detect fraud. And if you drill down, it gives you more details. And the allegation seems to be that people have ticked the let's protect my team box, but they haven't drilled down into the details. And what does it do if you tick that box? Well, that box enables the microphone on your phone and the geo-positioning function. So that if you, let's say you support, um, let's say you support Real Madrid, and you walk into a bar showing Real Madrid, the microphone will detect the fact that you are watching a Real Madrid game, 
and the geopositioning will report your location to La Liga, who will determine whether the bar that you're in has permission to show the game. And if it doesn't, then La Liga's investigators uh, seemingly uh, are, are at least have the opportunity to hoof it round to that bar and start uh, intellectual property infringement proceedings against the bar for broadcasting without having licensed the game. So the allegation seems to be that they're using potentially, and we don't know the exact volume, but millions of Spanish football fans and, and using the microphone of their mobile devices and geo-positioning to enforce the IP rights of the soccer league. And as it's put by uh, some involved, uh, they're turning millions of Spanish football fans into spies. Now, obviously, in a country with Spain's history and the um, former repressive regimes, that's a very serious allegation to make against the, uh, the Football League. And as I've said, it's breaking news. We haven't yet heard uh, La Liga's side of the uh, story, except that they say that the microphone will capture audio fragments it says, with the sole purpose if you, it, of knowing if you are watching football matches, and they say they're detecting fraud because misuse of footage of their games uh, would be a, a criminal offense under Spanish law. So I suspect this story is going to run and run, Eric, and I didn't give mm. you any notice, and it's obviously uh, absolutely a breaking news story. But from a U.S. point of view, would would that <laughs> cause you cause you any issues? Do you think? Oh gosh, not at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this story is going to run and run like the like the football players. Yeah, of course, there's you know potential concern here. Um, a couple things that spring to mind for me uh, is you know when uh, users you know click on the, you know the terms of service boxes, uh, it's pretty much done my understanding is that it's done practically automatically. If you want to get on a website or use an app, you just click, you know, I agree, and, and move forward. And I've taught a number of tech law classes where, in theory, I have savvy people in my class. And of course, they say they do not read the terms of service. Or if they do, they just you know, scroll through very quickly. Um, you, you have to click to play, in essence. And so there really isn't the knowledge of you know the devil in the details, uh, and hopefully, you know even if somebody were to drill down at the terms of service, you know how uh, data is used and, and that type of thing really will be spelled out clearly. But first question is, are terms of service and approving of them uh, even really worthwhile, or is it more sort of a of a CYA uh, on behalf of the provider that look we put it out there for you, we disclose. So, but is there really meaningful consent? Um, and then secondly, when it comes to these microphones, of course, there have been suggestions that these devices we have in our homes now, like Alexa, for example, in theory, you can ask Alexa to tell you the weather forecast or the news or even what's happening with your favorite sports team, which is kind of on point here. Um, and it's supposed to be driven by the user, but there have been worries that perhaps 
these devices might listen to you when you're not actually commanding them, and then what's done with the information that's recorded, or whether your smart television uh, that has a microphone is recording, and then again, what is happening with that information. This is not a subject that I personally have studied in great detail, but you know, the world is getting smaller and smaller um, when we have cameras everywhere, and now we can be recorded, and there can be geolocation, and we know where people are on a fairly constant basis, potentially. Um, is there really the freedom we want to have to have some repose and not being recorded and not having others know our whereabouts? So I don't know if this is, you know, this is a little bit stream of consciousness because I truly did mm. not have any idea what Jonathan was going to present today, and, and he uh, only is new to this particular subject, given that this is fast-breaking news. But is there anything you can respond to, Jonathan, in terms of my stream of consciousness here? No, I, I, think, I think really useful. And I think the, the great opportunity we'll have is this may well be one of the first cases that the uh, Spanish regulator, the APD, deals with under GDPR. Um, obviously, they have uh, many more powers under GDPR than under previous Spanish data protection law, and their ability to fine is, uh, is much more significant. So this is likely to be a meaty investigation, and of course, I'm sure in the light of their your thoughts will turn out to be well thought through but I'm sure that this is a story that you're going to have a chance to comment on in detail um, over the years going forward as well. Well, good. All righty. Um, that being said, this has been your weekly Tech Log 10. I think we brought this one in on time. Uh, I'm Eric Sinrod at uh, Dwayne Morris. My email address is ejsinrod at dwaynemorris.com. As always, you can find us on the usual social media outlets. Jonathan? Yeah, thanks, Eric. All that remains is to say gracias. Uh, thank you for listening <laughs> to us. Um, we'll be back again in a week or so. I'm Jonathan Armstrong at CordryCompliance.com. We'll post some links to some of the articles uh, here on our LinkedIn um, groups so that you, uh, those of you who speak Spanish can look at, uh, at, at some of this breaking news as well. And as soon as we find something in English, we'll post it there as well. Uh, and all that remains is to uh, say thank you for listening. Gracias again, and uh, speak to you in a week or so. Jonathan, you're brilliant, but you really have to work on your Spanish accent. Nos vemos. Hasta la vista. Ciao.